reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Oh, 2835 Pushpa parnetra no dakei Atmanaha sane gatra Karsanam tapasthita Tatra De Chandravasa The Chandravasa river Nama Name Tamraparni The Tamraparni river Vatodaka, the Vatodaka river, that of those rivers, Punya, fires, Salile, with the waters, Nityam, Delhi, Ubayetra, in both ways, Atmanaha, of himself, Marjan, washing, Kanda, bulbs, Astibi, and by seeds, Mula, roots, palayir, and by fruits, pushpa, flowers, parnei, and by leaves, trana, grass, hudakei, and by water, vatmanaha, subsisting, saneir, gradually, yatra, his body, karsanam, rendering thin, tapaha, Austerity, Astitaha, he underwent. Translation in the province of Kulachala, there were rivers named Chandravasa, Tamraparni, and Vatodaka. King Malaya Dwaja used to go to this pious river regularly and take his bath there. Thus, he purified himself externally and internally. He took his bath and had bulbs, seeds, leaves, flowers, roots fruits, grasses and drank water. In this way, he underwent severe austerities. Eventually, he became very skinny. In the province of Kulachala, there were rivers named Chandravasa, Tamraparni and Vathodaka. King Malaya Dwaja used to go to these pious rivers regularly take his bath there. Thus he purified himself externally and internally. He took his he took his He took his bath and had bulbs, seeds, leaves, flowers, roots, fruits, grasses and drank water. In this way, he underwent severe austerities. Eventually, he became very skinny. 
purport by the divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. We can definitely see that to advance in Krishna consciousness, one must control his bodily weight. If one becomes too fat, it is to be assumed that he is not advancing spiritually. I think we must put a scale here. <laughs> Anyone above that scale, I think no Sunday feast for him. He only can drink the Charnamurta and go home. Huh? If we become, if one become too fat, it is to be assumed that he is not advancing spiritually. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur severely criticized his fat disciples. The idea is that one who intends to advance in Krishna consciousness must not eat very much. Devotees used to go to forests, hills, high hills or mountains on pilgrimage, but such severe austerities are not possible in these days. One should instead eat only prasad and no, and no more than required. According to the Vaishnava calendar, there are many fasts such as Ekadasi and the appearance or disappearance day of God and His devotees. All of these are meant to decrease the fat within the body so that one will not sleep more than desired and will not become inactive and lazy. Overindulgence in food will cause a man to sleep more than required. This human form of life is meant for austerity and austerity means controlling sex, food intake, etc. In this way, time can be saved for spiritual activity and one can purify himself both externally and internally. Thus, both body and mind can be cleansed. Vama jnanati mirandasya jnanam Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sarpitam Yanabhutalai Swayam Rupa Kadamam Dadati Swaparandikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadagamalam Sri Gurum Vaishnavamcha Sri Rupam Sukajatam Saganaradunatam Vitam Tamsaju Sharvitam Shabadutam Parijanam Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vedam E Krishna Garuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Kopisha Kopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchna Gurangi Radhe Vrindavane Suri Vishavanu Sutta Devi Pranamame Hare Priye Vancha Galpadaru Vyascha Kripa Sindhu Vivacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Navaram Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Samiti Namine Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pacharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatyadesatarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Vaita Gadadara Shiva Sri Gora Bhakta Vrinda 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो यू कैन सी हाउ कंट्रोलिंग द टंग इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर मेकिंग स्पिरिचुअल एडवांसमेंट एंड by fasting learned man quickly bring all the senses except the tongue under control right by because by abstaining from eating such men are afflicted with an increased desire to gratify the sense of taste so the idea is to reduce the eating but not necessarily you fast your desire to Uh, not eat is curtail actually today is fasting right but during your fasting you are thinking oh, tomorrow what i'm going to eat <laughs> already you making plans yes ha huh? is it not especially we do nirjal you know understand there are chanting and hare krishna you hare prasad Hare Prasad, Hare Prasad. Hey, what am I saying? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Understand? This the mind is so strong, huh? Is it not? Correct. So it says here. So fasting can bring everything under control except the tongue, huh? Hmm. although one may conquer all of the other senses as long as the tongue is not conquered it cannot be said that one has control his senses however we want able to control the tongue then one is understood to be in full control of all the senses that that to so see how important this eating thing is करेक्ट इवन कृष्णा से इन द भगवद गीता यू नो यू नो राइट नो वे इन द भगवद गीता इमीडियटली यू राइट ईटिंग द होल थिंग कम नाउकेटिंग study the book nothing the computer will do everything just like one man was watching my program and then he started asking where where what software is that no huh? because you just type one word the whole class comes out eh <laughs> <laughs> yeah? you understand so you have to read to know where is what you know then your realization will be there especially bhagavad gita chapter you must know by heart you know yes very simple book actually bhagavad gita is basic yeah is it not so you must know where what where is krishna say about eating where 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 you think he say about eating come on let's test you all out 
Yeah, it searched. That's it. Put all the phone away. To put all the phone away. Let's test the memory. Right? Correct? Yes? So, you see... So here Krishna says, there is no possibility of one becoming a yogi or arjuna if one eats too much or eats too little, sleeps too much or does not sleep enough. So one has to eat enough because that is a very fine line, you know, this enough is a very uh, difficult thing, you know, How, what is enough? Yes? Correct? Fast stool once a day. Huh? Fast stool once a day. Fast stool once a day. You must learn how to pass stool once a day. Even passing stool also is regulated. If you eat too much, you will pass stool more times. If you eat less, you won't pass stool at all. Okay? So, eating is very important. Of course, if you eat too much, then it says here, Always hungry, longing for sufficient food, a poverty-stricken man gradually become weaker and weaker, having no extra potency. His senses automatically pacified. A poverty-stricken man, therefore, is unable to perform harmful activities, envious activities. In other words, such a man automatically gains the result of austerity and penance adopted by voluntarily adopted voluntarily by saintly persons. According to the opinion of experienced medical practitioners, diabetic is a result of voracious eating, that's me. And tuberculosis is a disease of under-eating. So Krishna says you should not eat too much, not eat too little also. Yeah? If you eat too much, you get diabetes. And if you don't eat, you get what? Tuberculosis. Okay? We should neither be a diabetic nor to be a tubercular. Yavat artha prayojana. We should eat frugally and keep the body fit for advancing in Krishna consciousness is recommended elsewhere in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Kameshya nendriya priti labo jivita yavataha jivasya tattva jigyasya nartha cheha karma the real business of human life is to keep oneself fit for advancement in spiritual realization. Human life is not meant for making the senses unnecessarily strong so that one suffers from disease and one increasing in an envious fighting spirit. In the age of Kali, however, human civilization is so misled that people are unnecessarily increasing in economic development and as a result, they are opening more and more slaughterhouses, liquor shops and brothels. And this way the whole civilization has been spoiled. So you see how the eating propensity, if you eat as Krishna says, you should not eat too much and you should not eat too little. If you eat too much, you get diabetic. And if you eat too little, you get tuberculosis. So, it has to be moderate. Yeah? And got the purport you can read, huh? it's very important.
He who is regulated in habits of eating, sleeping, recreation and work can meditate all material pain by practicing the yoga system. So this yoga system means either it's bhakti yoga or any yoga. The whole idea is to control the eating, the sleeping, the mating and the defending. All material activities must be uh, limited. Not that, okay, I prasadam, you know, I can eat whole day. It doesn't make sense. So we have to learn how to control. Because our priority is to develop spiritually and not to overindulge. Hmm? So that is the objective. So here it is very clearly says that eating, sleeping, defending and mating which are demands of the body can block advancement in the practice of yoga. As far as eating is concerned, it is, can be regulated only when one is practiced to accept prasadam, sanctified food. See? The only way you can regulate is first rule, only prasadam. I cannot eat anything else. You know? There is no such thing as, oh, yeah, this whole week I am cooking, you know, I think one day I want a break. Let's go out and eat in the... Where's the, where's the Hare Krishna vegetarian restaurant? You don't know. Oh, that means you're not going there. Right? And people look for the what? In fact, some people from the other camp, they commented, you know, how you Hare Krishna people survive the weekends? Huh? Where you all go and eat? Huh? Can you, you tell me where the place there's no onion and garlic? Yeah? <laughs> Only place is here, the Sri Krishna Mandir. Yeah? This is, is a big thing, just to trying to get out, to eat. But here Prabhupada said, yeah, can I eat anything but Krishna Prasadam? So we should learn how to control the tongue. Eh? In fact, I showed one verse, you know, I remember devotees cannot even accept food, you know, in the hotels or restaurants or even in the plane. Huh? You know, plain food also we cannot eat, you know. Where is that verse? I remember. I think it is my thing here. Robert said we can't even accept that, you know. You can't even eat uh, food in the hotel. I think hotel means, uh, for Indian hotel means restaurant, right? Huh? Yeah. They call a hotel restaurant. No? I'm sorry, they call the restaurant a hotel. Yeah. Huh? Indian's way of saying. Uh, for us it's confusing, you know. For us hotel means this hotel, yeah, hotel 81 and all that stuff. <laughs> huh? You go to hotel for what? Food? I was confused. I was confused. I said, what's going on? And Indian people eat in the hotel. Hotel means lodging. Uh, yeah, lodging. Why are you lodging? I mean, I was puzzled when I first went to India. 
So hotel, why go to hotel to eat? Because then I understood hotel means for the Indian restaurant. Even today they still use that same terminology. Why they want to change it? They will put hotel, they won't put restaurant. So Prabhupada said you cannot eat food. Yeah? Even in the what is that? For example, if one eats in a place which is very sinful, he shares in the resultant reaction the sinful activities performed there. It's a Vedic system, therefore a householder to call Brahmanas and Vaishnavas to eat that ceremonial performance in their houses because Brahmanas and Vaishnavas can immunize him from sinful activities. But it's not the duty of rigid Brahmanas and Vaishnavas to accept invitation everywhere. There is of course no objection to taking part in feasts in which prasad is distributed. There are many subtle laws which practically unknown to people in general. But the Krishna Conscious Movement is very scientifically distributing all this Vedic knowledge for the benefit of the people of the world. Where you say you found it? 12.195 Why is that Madhya? Sangat Sanjayate Kama, one develops his Krishna consciousness according to society and association, as Srila Nityananda Prabhu admits. The devotee should be very careful when associating with those who are not devotees. When asked by a householder devotee what the behavior devotee should be, Sri Chaitanya Mahabhu immediately replied, Asa Sangatyage Vaishnavachar, Stri Sangyeka Asadu Krishna Abhakta Ar. A Vaishnava devotee should simply discard intimate association with non-devotees in the Upadhis Samaruddha. Srila Rupa Goswami described the symptom of intimate relationship in this way. Dadati Pratikrananti Guhyamakyati Prachati Bunjate Bojayate Chaiva Sarpitam Pratilakshanam The word Bunjate Bojayate indicates that one should eat with devotees. One should carefully avoid eating food offered by non-devotees. Indeed, a devotee should be very strict in not accepting food from a non-devotee, especially food prepared in restaurants or hotels. Prabhupada used that both words, restaurant or hotel. Or in airplanes. What to Prabhu? I have to eat in the plane, otherwise problem, see? 
especially budget airlines, they don't give food at all. <laughs> have to buy even water, three dollars. Wow, too much. Actually, I like budget airlines because I don't get any problems, you know, because I don't eat at all. And if you get somebody eating the thing, it smells so bad, you know. So you see how Srila Prabhupada is saying, so how strict we should be, that we don't get prasadam, we should fast. That, that is how to control the tongue. Huh? Only prasadam. Otherwise, we're not going to eat it, you know. Where was I, you know? I think we went to the... Which verse was I reading this now? I was showing something. Huh? Which was when I showing this now? I went to this one. Bhagavad Gita, no? Krishna was. 10, 10, 16, 10, 10? I think I was reading, no? 6, 17. So we are reading this. Prabhupada is saying. that we have to learn how to accept prasadam. Lord Krishna is offered according to Bhagavad Gita 9.26 vegetables, flowers, fruit, grains, milk, etc. In this way, a person in Krishna consciousness becomes automatically trained not to accept food not meant for human consumption or not in the category of goodness. As far as sleeping is concerned, a Krishna conscious person is always alert in the discharge of his duties in Krishna consciousness and therefore any unnecessary time spent sleeping is considered a great loss. Avyakta Kalatun. A Krishna conscious person cannot bear to pass a minute of his life without being engaged in the service of the Lord. Therefore, his sleeping is kept to a minimum. His ideal in his respect is Srila Prabhupada Goswami, who always engaged in the service of Krishna and who could not sleep more than two hours a day, and sometimes not even that. Thakur Haridas would not even accept prasadam or even sleep a moment without finishing daily routine of chanting his speech, 300,000 names. As far as work is concerned, a Krishna conscious person does not do anything which is not connected with Krishna's interests and thus his work is always regulated and untainted by sense gratification. Since there is no question of sense gratification, there is no material leisure for a person in Krishna consciousness because is regulated in all his work, speech, sleep, wakefulness and all the other bodily activities. There is no material misery for him. So you see how the tongue is so vital. Right? Yes? But you may say, this verse Krishna says, you should not eat too much, you should eat not too little. You, you know, he didn't say you don't eat at all, you know, right? Huh? But here, specifically he says here,
53, right? You come, this is what, yeah. You see the word, who eats little, see that? Can you see that? Huh? Almost miss it out. Huh? See that? Who eats little, <coughs> you know? And this chapter here, Krishna is saying, being purified. Actually, this verse in the 50, O son of Kunti, learn from me how one who has achieved this perfection can attain the supreme perfectional stage, Brahman, that stage of highest knowledge by acting in a way I shall now summarize. So if anyone wants to make spiritual advancement, then Krishna is giving this in the Bhagavad Gita, because it's also in the Bhagavad He said, these are the things you should do. Being purified by his intelligence and controlling the mind with determination, giving up the object of sense gratification, being freed from attachment hatred, who, one who lives in a secluded place, who eats little, that controls his body, mind and power of speech, who is always in trance and who is detached, free from false ego, false strength, false pride, lust, anger and acceptance of material things, free from false proprietorship and peaceful, such a person is certainly elevated to the position of self-realization. So we see how eating again, Krishna, you know, says is one of the important. Hmm? See, now I see a desire to make the body fat and strong by accepting so many material things. Huh? So one should learn how to control the tongue. But that doesn't mean that you fast and don't eat too much, I mean, eat uh, moderately. So eating has to be controlled. So these are the verses in the Bhagavad Gita that says that we should not, we should be careful. So you know, of course, the famous verse, right, from the nectar of instruction. There are six things that will spoil your spiritual life. Yes? And what was the first thing in there? What is the first thing there? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Feast. Yeah. Huh? What is the number? These are the two, these are the thing that spoil your spiritual life, no? First word, Atya, Ahara. Ati means, in Sanskrit, Ati means what? Great, uh, uh, extensive, uh, overwhelming actually that's the word, uh, is it not? Ati. And Ahara means? So this is the first thing that one should control, see the translation. Overeating or too much collect, collecting money, also, where we, that, that we have to be. <laughs> 
I don't think the collectors have to worry about that. See, this is the thing, one devotional service is spoiled when you become too entangled in the following six activities. Eating more than necessary and collecting more funds than required. So, eating is very, what? Number one. Because if you eat so much, then you will sleep also so much. Then you start dreaming. And then you will be agitated by lust. See? It all goes as it's a saying, you know, it's all in a straight line. The tongue, the stomach and the genitals are all in a straight line. The more you eat so much, you put pressure on your stomach and that pressure will agitate the sense of lust. So that's why here again, eating very, uh, it's not very recommended. Hmm? So therefore, you see here in the nectar of instruction, eating is also explained to be not very healthy. Hmm? Yeah. So we will go here. Can see how saintly persons are supposed to be engaging their senses hmm? So we'll read about how the saintly person, you know, it's all a very austere programs, but it gives you an insight how a person should be practicing his spiritual life. Following the example of the python, one should give up material endeavors and accept for one's maintenance food that comes of his own accord. Whether such food be delicious or tasteless or ample or meager. See, this is how the saintly person uh, practice austerity. They just don't try to leave for becoming, you know, eating. If at any time food does not come, then a saintly person should fast for many days without making endeavor. He should understand by God's arrangement he must fast. Thus following the example of the python, he should remain peaceful and patient. Do you know that the python, he does not eat every day, you know. Once in six months, you know, and the food comes. Yeah? A saintly person should remain peaceful and materially inactive, maintaining his body without much endeavor. Even though possess a full sensual, mental, physical strength, a saintly person should not become active for material gain, but should rather should always remain alert to his actual self-interest. 
So the whole idea of this fasting is for this purpose, you know, to become more Krishna conscious. Essentially sage is happy and pleasing in his external behavior, whereas internally he is most grave and thoughtful. Because his knowledge is immeasurable and unlimited, he is never disturbed. And thus, in all respect, uh, he is like the tranquil waters of the unfathomable, unsupportable ocean. So he is very much uh, composed, you know. He does not cry when there is no food, or, you know, jumps the line when the food comes, you know. Or in between the class, he's already gone there and preparing his plate, you know, make sure it is... Eh? During the rainy season, the swollen river rushed to the ocean and during the summer, dry, during the dry summer, the river is now shallow. Severely reduced the supply of water. Yet the ocean does not swell up during the rainy season, nor it dry up in the hot summer. In the same way, a saintly devotee who accepted the Supreme Personality of Godhead as a goal of his life sometime will receive by providence great material opulence and sometime he will find himself materially destitute. However, such a devotee of the Lord does not rejoice in a flourishing condition nor is he remorse when poverty stricken. One who has failed to control his senses. This is another subject. A saintly person should accept only enough food to keep his body and soul together. He should go from door to door accepting just a little bit of food from each family. Thus he should practice the occupation of the bumblebee, because this is for the sannyasis. Just as the bumblebee takes nectar from all flowers, big and small, an intelligent human being should take the essence from all religious scriptures. A saintly person should not think that this food I will keep to eat tonight and this other food I shall save for tomorrow. In other words, a saintly person should not store foodstuff acquired by begging. Rather, he should use his hands, his own hands as his plate and eat whatever fits in them. His only storage container should be his belly. Tupperware. Tupperware. It's upperware. It is upperware here. Okay. And whatever conveniently fits into his belly should be his stock of food. That means, that's it. 
cannot hide the extra samosas and everything. Especially me, when I go up, I say, what is this container up here? And then I take out, wow, some samosa here and something here. Nobody eat and any days is up there. I forget. Maybe forgot to eat. Huh? Wow. Because there's a great hiding and then eventually nobody can eat. Yeah? So thus one should not imitate the greedy honeybee who eagerly collects more and more honey. So you see, take enough. A saintly mendicant should not even collect foodstuff to eat later in the same day or the next day. If he disregard this injunction and like the honeybee collects more and more delicious foodstuff, that which he has collected will indeed ruin him. So you see the concept of trying to stock. Hmm? Alright, this is another subject. <coughs> So you see, these are all guidelines, you know, of course, for the householder, it's a different whole thing together. Because the householder, his whole idea of the householder ashram is to uh, have sense gratification. So that's why the householder's job is to give charity. That they are the ones who have, you know, abundance and they should always, Prabhupada said, he should first go out in the street and call anybody hungry and three times and nobody, then he can eat his food. See, so, see, eating is also controlled. Uh, so, therefore, we should learn how to understand that the word Anna in Sanskrit, A-N-N-A, Anna, means that you eat and that also will eat you, you know, the two meanings. So we do not control that, then we will spiritually become eaten. That's why there's rules for eating, sleeping, mating. That's why Krishna says here. Yat karosi, yat asnasi. Is it the word? Asna mean what? Eating, yeah? see, whatever you do, whatever you eat, so why the eating is stressed? Because the eating can agitate, uh, overeating or eating the wrong thing and can agitate the mind. You understand? When you eat anything and everything, uh, untimely death is assured. Correct? You know? Huh? So you see Krishna is very much stressing on the... You see here this verse... Person who are papista, very sinful and duracha, misbehave or very unclean in their habits, who are against the existence of God, who disrespect Vaishnava and Brahmana, and who eat anything and everything. Is that? What is that? 
untimely death is gelam very popular crocodile meat turtle meat in name it exotic yeah then so you see how eating is so important as why krishna says in the bhagavad gita right what is that verse that you must eat only krishna prasanna let the woman answer this question come on you are the cooks you know most of you you must know this verse what is this verse tell me ha huh? What? I cannot hear. Louder. Not enough prasadam. <laughs> What? You are the most thinnest among all of them. No prasadam. What is the verse? I, I cannot hear. Uh, what is that number? Yeah, you must learn this verse by heart, no? Correct? Very simple, 313, that's all. 313? Will be in memory for, I'm already what age? Yeah, this verse I think I learned in, when I was, a, you know, first coming in. Very important verse because it concerns what? See here, Krishna says, यज्ञाशिस्तसिनोशा मुच्यंतिर्वकिसे भुंजते ते तुगह पापम ये पचाती आत्मकारणा सो रिमेम्बर थ्री थर्टीन द डिवोटीज ऑफ द लॉर्ड आर रिलीज फ्रॉम ऑल कैंड सीन बिकॉज द एट फूड विच इज ऑफर फर्स्ट फॉर सैक्रिफाइस आदर्स हू प्रिपेर फूड फॉर पर्सनल सेंस एंजॉयमेंट वेरिली ईट ओनली You understand? If you don't offer your food, that means even it's vegetarian, it is. Because you, vegetables also living, correct? You will go and pull the spinach, or you take the what? Huh? The potato, uh, call it. All these are living, correct? What about the rice? The rice is grains, no? Yes. So if you don't offer, because you don't have the power to what take the sins understand killing is sinful so the only person who can purify that is krishna so you can make all your nice preparation but if you fail to offer krishna then it is oh so i should offer food huh? so okay i will go to all this restaurant they'll buy and i offer correct I'll say a quick prayer. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and that's it. Can I do that? Why not? Krishna say you should offer. Did he say? He said offer, right? Correct. So why we cannot offer food cooked, bought in the shops and restaurants? Why? Eh? 
No, suppose is the devotee there cooking, then you can offer. Huh? Yeah, of course, if the devotee is cooking, there's another thing. Huh? But generally, it says here, so you must know, if people ask you this question, you must be able to answer. Very, even very opulent presentation do not satisfy me if they are offered by non-devotees. Is that clear? So because they ask this question, you cannot show in the Bhagavad Gita. Where? Can you show? So you must know, because when you are talking, especially food, why, why, why we cannot eat? You can offer what? You buy in the restaurant, you can offer? Yes? So you must know, you see here, clearly it says what? Non-devotee food cannot be? Cannot be? But I am pleased by any insignificant offering made by my loving devotees. Then they say in the Bhagavad Gita, where is it? Krishna says, Patram Purpushpam Palam Toyam only. You can only fruit, leaf, flower, water, that's all. Why you offering, why you eating rice all where, where? He never say offer rice. Correct? Then what you will do? Eat only fruit, leaf, flower and water. Huh? Yes. So therefore Krishna says here, I am certainly most pleased with nice preparations of fragrant oil, incense, flowers, palatable foods are offered with love. You understand? You see here, again, they say, what is this palatable food, you know? Huh? That he says here. No, please uh, take note because, you know, these verses are quite important concerning your preaching to others. So, these questions are always, you know, this, this non-devotees, they always have tricky questions, you know. Huh? Yeah, see this? Okay, here, see here, with, with he, within his means, the devotee should arrange to offer me sugar candy, sweet rice, ghee, saskuli, I don't know what is this saskuli, rice flour cakes, apupa, various sweet cakes, modaka, steamed rice, modaka, I think you know, right? Uh, rice flour dumpling with, filled with sweet coconut and sugar. Samyava, wheat cakes made with ghee and milk and covered with sugar and spices, yogurt, vegetable soup and other palatable food. So if somebody asks you where, where he says, you know, you can, uh, so you see here, Krishna is asking. Understand, it's not only, you just, they read Bhagavad Gita, see, you see, he said only fruit, leaf, flower, water. So you must know, 
Understand? You follow? Yeah? So these are the things that we can offer to Krishna. But the main thing is the offering with love. So when you offer with love, that is what Krishna, you know, like he didn't go to the house of Duryodhan. Duryodhan prepared the food in golden plate and all that for Krishna. He, he did not go. In fact, he went to Vidura, supposed to be, Vidura supposed to be a Sudra. Yeah? He went to his house and he was eating there. And actually Vidura was in ecstasy and he was feeding him the banana peel and he throwing the banana out. And Krishna was eating the peel. He couldn't... You understand? So you see how love... It doesn't mean you bring Krishna and give him peel, you know. That's not the idea. The idea is because Vidura was in ecstasy, you know, you not know, he was, you know. But because of love, Krishna accepted that. So the whole idea is that we should learn how to offer Krishna opulent thing, but we should learn how to take a huh? little bit. You understand? We should not be in this consciousness that, no, today I want to eat a big pizza, you know, right? Krishna quickly eat. <laughs> so that kind of consciousness is uh, not very encouraged, you know. So we should learn how to think of how to please Krishna and not try to please our senses. That, that should be the consciousness. Yes, see, Madhavendra Puri, uh, he went to this temple. How many of you have been to this temple, Ramuna? Only two. Nobody has gone three. That's all. You didn't go? You didn't bring her? Come on, what are you doing? You're from Orissa. Where you brought her? Changanath Puri Beach. Huh? Ramuna is the place where if you go, the Lord takes 12 cups of sweet rice in the evening. You know, it is called what? Rabri. Huh? You know what is Rabri? Milga and the, the cow. The cows are also there, I saw. They then go and get milk from the market. Or the cows are there, they feed the cows and the milk from that cows are cooked down. Rabri means cooked down. And then nearly to the end they put little sugar. So 12 cups are offered to the Lord and it's, I mean I had, actually I was diabetic, I think I'll just take a little bit. When I took the little bit, I drank two cups. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it because it's so tasty, you know. That. So, these 12 cups are offered when Madhavendra Puri, he was looking at that offering going on, he was thinking, how nice if I taste this, then I can prepare the same thing for my Gopinath. Is it Gopinath? What is his deity name? Govinda. Is it? The deity is holding the hand like this. What is the deity name? The eyes is like this. Srinathji. Huh? Srinathji. Yeah? You know, this deity was discovered by uh, Madhavendra Puri. So, have you seen the deity? Huh? You never seen? 
This deity is in what town is that? Nathwara. You go, you see a Lord hand like this and his hand is like this. He's holding the, you know. So, <clears throat> he was thinking that I want to taste this so that I can offer to my Lord. So, this is not wrong because his intention was to... But then he thought, how can I think like this, you know. When offering going on, I want to taste. See? Immediately he said, this is offensive. He left the place. He went away. He said, I offend him. So he was sitting in the marketplace. I went there also, no? the marketplace. You, you go next time. And his samadhi is also there, you know. So I think he, he stayed in that place only. He never went anymore, any other place, right? After this incident, I think. Hmm? I don't know the full story, but after, while he was in the marketplace chanting, then the Lord, the, the Brahman, he closed the curtain, after offering finish, he took all out and finished. Then the Lord woke him up in the night, he woke him, hey, wake up, wake up. I have kept one cup of sweet rice, you go and give to Madhavendra Puri. You see how the Lord, because the Lord understood his intention, so the Lord stole one cup. That's why it is called one? Chirchor Gopinath. He stole this sweet rice for him. And of course then the Brahmana went and delivered the sweet rice, you know, it is a, I mean, Madhavendra Puri, then he drank the sweet rice and then he broke the cup, you know, into small pieces and he kept with him. Every day he eats this clay cup little bit, you know, because in ecstasy. So the idea of eating and offering is also very important because although we may offer to the Lord, but our intention should be very clear that we are not thinking of how to taste the food and all that. That's why when we are cooking in the kitchen and all that, we do not allow others to come inside to see. Especially non-devotees are not allowed inside the kitchen. What to say? If you are bringing the food and if a dog sees, the food cannot be offered. I think they are even more strict in Jagannath Puri. If a non-devotee finished, the whole offering is thrown away. They have to cook again. See how strict they are. Because the food that is offered to the Lord, the consciousness should be very uh, pure. That I am cooking for the Lord, for the pleasure of the Lord. Not that I am cooking and I want to enjoy it. Then, so those cooks, they have to be very uh, concerned that how, I mean, we are making this for the pleasure of Radha Madhu Mohan. You, know. you understand? Uh, so eating is one thing, but the consciousness of preparing the food for offering is also should be sublime, you know. It's not that it is like anything and everything can go. That's why we are very particular that we use the right ingredient, we read the labor. Because sometimes we make mistakes, but we have to be very thorough, you know, very cautious in uh, to prepare the food for the Lord. You know, what is his name, the devotee that offers the food to the Lord all the time? You know what is his name? Huh? Do you know the Dila, the pastime? He's, uh, he's Raghava, Raghava, Raghava Pandit. You know Raghava Pandit, the Leela? So he is always offering the best to the Lord, you know. If the coconut, he knows somewhere it's coming, huh? 
very far away but it's very sweet he will go all the way miles to get that for offering to the lord and he is very very what we say cautious about the cleanliness of offering so one time the servant he came to cut the coconut you know and while the coconut cutting he touched this hand on the ceiling you know like this and then he rejected the food and proper rights can you take that part for me raghava pandit you can read how tara he is you know and proper right that it is not the raghava pandit is some kind of a cleanliness freak <laughs> in the purport you can read a cleanliness freak or something you search for me the raghava pandit story so because he was cutting this and you were touching the ceiling the ceiling is dirty with ashes so this will go to the food therefore i reject all this coconut no no cannot offer you see how uh, the consciousness of the devotee they very you know very meticulous and very you know concerned that the lord gets what everything in proper that's why the kitchen our kitchen has to be very clean right those also are cooking right Huh? Yes. Correct. Let them be very, you know, make sure that it is clean. Before you go in, when you come out, it should be more clean. Yeah. Because we have a problem with so many cockroaches. I don't know how to do that. That not so clean, then cockroaches come, right? So we should be uh, very, uh, what we say, careful that. the lord gets you know everything in a very what we say hygienic cleanliness of the highest order so consciousness uh, preparing it with proper understanding that i am ready cooking for the lord yeah meditating right some of them the ladies will tie the hair to make sure that the hair doesn't fall into the food yes uh, yeah, so very uh, uh what to say they look into it very thoroughly hmm? what is that what ha madhya madhya 20 here 20 no no text 76 on what number 17 17 4 Seventeen four. Ah. Sixty nine. Ah. Sixty nine. Seventeen sixty nine. No, no. Fifteen or sixty nine. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Sixty nine. So you can see how the story goes. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then informed everyone. Just hear about the pure devotional service rendered to Krishna by Raghava Pandit. Indeed, Raghava Pandit service is supremely pure and highly accomplished. apart from comedies just like here just here about his offering of coconut a coconut is sold at the rate of 5 gandas each although the he already had hundreds of trees and millions of fruit he still very eager to hear about the place where sweet coconuts are available he collects coconut with great endeavor for a place 20 miles away and he pays 4 panas each for them 
every day five to seven coconuts are clipped and put into water to keep cool at the time of offering boga the coconuts are again clipped and cleansed after holes are made in them at the top they are offered to lord krishna lord krishna drinks this juice from this coconut and sometimes the coconuts are left drained of juice and other times the coconut remain filled with juice When Raghavat Pandit sees that the juice has been drunk from the coconut, he is very pleased. He then breaks the coconut, takes out the pulp, and puts it in another plate. After offering the pulp, he meditates outside the temple. Though in the meantime, Lord Krishna, having eaten the pulp, leaves the plate empty. That means we can, after drinking, we can. I mean, the Lord has to drink. Then you can break the coconut, and you can offer the pulp again. No, <laughs> then you have to offer yourself. But when we are putting the Lord, is not emptying the coconut. No, what you have to do is after you offer, you bring out. Then you break, and you can take and offer again some other time. You know, yeah. I mean, we were thinking that if you offer the coconut, it's finished. You know, the inside is also considered offered. Sometime after eating the pulp, Krishna fills the plate again with new pulp. In this way, the faith of Raghav Pandit increases, and he floats in an ocean of love. One day, it so happened that about ten coconuts were properly clipped and brought by a servant to offer to the deity. When the coconuts were brought there with little time to offer them, because it is already late, the servant holding the co- container of the coconut remained standing at the door. Raghav Pandit then saw that the servant touching the ceiling above the door and then touching the coconut with the same hand. You see how, <laughs> how he is so, you know. Eh? Raghav Pandit then said, "People are always coming and going through the door. The dust from their feet blows up and touches the ceiling." <laughs> Just see his analogy. Eh? After touching the ceiling above the door, you have touched the coconut. Now they they are no longer fit to be offered to Krishna because they are contaminated. See, yeah, how is so thorough he is. Shila Bhakti Shananda Saraswati Tagore said that Raghavat Pandit was not some crazy fellow suffering from some cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> cleansing mania <laughs> he did not belong to the mundane world in lower consciousness accepting something to be spiritual when it's actually material is called bauma ichadhi raghav pandit was an eternal servant of krishna and everything he saw was related to the service of the lord he was always absorbed in the transcendental thought of how he could always serve krishna with everything sometime neophyte devotees on the lower platform try to imitate raghav pandit on the platform material purity and impurity such imitation will not help anyone as i explained in the chaitanya charitamrita badra badra vastu gyana nahika prakarte on the transcendental platform there is no higher lower pure impure on the material platform distinction is made between good and bad but on the spiritual platform everything of the same quality द्वैते भद्राभद्र ज्ञान सब मनोधर्म ए भल ए मंद ए सब भ्रम द मटीरियल वर्ल्ड कंसेप्शन ऑफ गुड एंड बैड ऑल मेंटल स्पेक्युलेशन दैफ ओ सेंग दिस इज गुड दैट इज बैड इज ऑल अ मिस्टेक 
Such is the service of Raghavapandit. He did not accept the coconut but threw them over the wall. His service is purely based on unalloyed love and he conquers the whole world. Uh, day after Raghavapandit had other coconut gathered clans and cliff with great attention he offered them to the deity to eat. In this way, from distant villages, he would collect excellent bananas, mangoes, oranges, jackfruit, whatever other first-class fruit he has heard about. All these fruits are collected from distant places and brought at high price. After trimming them with great care and purity, Raghav Pandit offers them to the deity. Thus, with great care and attention, Raghav Pandit prepares spinach, other vegetables, radish, fruits, chip rice, powdered rice and sweetmeats. So, okay, the story goes on. He prepares cakes, sweet rice, condensed milk, everything with great attention and the cooking conditions are purified so that the food is first class and delicious. Raghav Pandit also offers all kinds of pickles such as kasmandi. I don't know what is that. This is a Bengali. Kasmandi, what? He offers various sweets, sands, garments, ornaments and best of everything. So anyway, the story, you can go and read this chapter, huh? there's many things, especially the, the, the sister Damyanti makes a, all the sweets, you know, so many sweets, it's called Raghavera Jali, you know, the back of Raghavera. So you can read all the preparation there and you, if you can make them, they'll be nice, but I don't think you, this is possible. Kali Yuga is only come down to only making pasta, pizza, lasagna. Noodle, right? There's no more all these names you go. I, anyway, we will run through. You see, what is this? So, you can get some idea what, you know. Is it there in this chapter? Raghavara Gali. Is it in this chapter? Can you quickly help me take a chat with this? Damianti, the sister she produced, so we can get a glimpse of what kind of preparations have been prepared. I don't have to check the 15. 15160 is already about initiation already, you know. This is not the chapter. I think somewhere I will show you all the preparation that is made by uh, Raghavera Jali. You can type there. Madhya. Antya. 10. Okay, here, just before that. I would not mention the names of all these wonderful eatables even in a lifetime. Damianti made hundreds and thousands of varieties. Damianti made all this preparation following the order of her brother Raghava Pandit. Both of them had unlimited affection for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and were advanced in devotional service. Damyanti took earth from the Ganges, dried it, powdered it, strained it through a fine cloth, mixed it in aromatic ingredient, rolled it into small balls. He also did, no? 
the condiments and similar items were put into tiny earthen pots and everything else was put into small cloth bags. Huh? I, I just go to the thing they we cooked. Eh? What? What? 10.19 So here, see, eighteen or something. Thirteen, huh? Yeah. Okay, here you see There were names of some of the pickles and condiments at the back of Raghava Pandit. Amara Kashandi. Ada Kashandi. Ada means I think ginger, right? Huh? Correct? And Jala Kashandi. I don't know what is Jala. Nimbu Ada Amara Koli. I don't know what is that one. I know um, Nimbu, I know lemon. Ada is ginger. Ginger, lemon, Amara means what? What is that? Amra is what? What? Amra what? Gooseberry. That is Amla, you know. This is Amra. Amsi, I don't know what is that. Ama Kanda. Ama means mango, right? Kanda. Taila. Tailamra. I don't know what is that. Ama Sata. The great attention, Damayati also made dry bitter vegetables into powder. Do not neglect sukta, sukuta, because it is bitter preparation. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu derived more happiness from eating this sukuta than from drinking panchamrita. Eh? See? I don't know what is this sukuta, you know? Hey, Bangla. Actually here, she just made this, con I don't know, this verses. No, it goes on. Is it? She powdered coriander and anise seed and cooked them with sugar and made them into sweet meat in the shape of small balls. I don't know how you know how to do that. Coriander and anise seed. She made sweet balls with dried ginger to remove mucus because by too much bile she put all this preparation separately in small cloth bags. She made a hundred varieties of condiments and pickles. She also made kolis, what is this? Kolis suntia, koli churna, koli khanda and many other preparations. How, how many should I name? She made sweet meat in the shape of balls, 
Some were made with powdered coconut, others looked like white as water of the Ganges. In this way, she made many varieties of long-lasting sugar confections. She made long-lasting cheese, many varieties of sweetmeat with milk and cream, and many other variety preparations, and as Amrita Karpura. She made flat rice from fine unboiled sali padi and fill a large bag made of new cloth. A large bag made of new cloth. She made some of the flat rice into puff rice, fried it in ghee, cooked it in sugar juice, mixed in some camphor and rolled it into balls. She powdered she powdered, she powdered fried grains of fine rice, moistened the powder with ghee and cooked it in a solution of sugar. Then she added camphor, black pepper, cloves, cardamom and other spices and rolled the mixture into balls that were very palatable and aromatic. She took parched rice from fine paddy, fried it in ghee, cooked it in sugar solution, mixed it in some camphor and taste made a preparation called Ukda or Mukdi. Hey, you know this one? Finished. The, cult, the culture is finished. What? I think it's um, the, the Bhaktivinoda Thakur song also has this word, no? Mukta, Mukta Dahi. Yeah? Huh? Another variety of sweet was made with fused peas that were powdered, fried in ghee and then cooked in sugar juice. Camphor was added and then the mixture was rolled into ball. I cannot mention the names of all. How? I could not mention the names of all these wonderful Italian in a lifetime. Damiati made hundreds and thousands of varieties. Today as a courtesy, we are supposed to go to go. <laughs> Our whole idea of the class is to control the eating, but we enter another subject. <laughs> ah, you see, so the whole idea is to cook all this for the pleasure of the Lord. She made it for the pleasure of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You know, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had that whole year, whole year eating every night. <coughs> So our whole idea is to always be innovative to see how we can, you know, make nice preparation for the pleasure of the Lord. That's the whole idea. And of course for ourselves we should only take, you know, little bit. That way we can control our senses. But if we are trying to cook only to enjoy that, and just for the sake of getting it purified we offer the Lord, then the food becomes contaminated. Understand? So we should be very careful in our approach. We should try to think of how to please, like she made so much effort to please the Lord, you know. In fact, there's another story also in the Chaitanya Charanta, I mean I can go on, that when Sachi Mata, she will cook very nice preparations, you know, and then she will be crying because Nimai is not there. He is in Jagannath Puri. And she'll be thinking that, uh, you know, when will Nimai come and eat all this preparation? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hearing his mother's crying, he will come there and he will eat. And everything will be empty. And she will come and see, eh? Plates are empty. Did I offer? I not offer. She will go back and cook some more and offer. <laughs> 
So this pastime was going on, you know, because the mother is crying, so he will go there and eat the food. And then he will tell, uh, you one devotee going back, he said, you please tell her that when she cooks anything very nice, I will come there and eat the food. So don't tell her not to be surprised. Because sometimes she's thinking she didn't offer. You see how the... Hmm? And she forgot to cook. You see how the ecstasy. So she's cooking and nobody in this house knows who is there, only me. <laughs> you see how her mood, you understand? But she makes the big feast. And who is there in the house? Only she and a daughter-in-law. Nobody else. Maybe I think one more. I don't know the person. You understand? But because she's thinking, no, I, I want to cook for my, you know, Nimai. And she cooks so opulent everything. And the Lord, you see how he goes there and eats. So that is devotion, you understand? Devotional service means somehow or other to do it for the pleasure of the Lord. That's how you move to be meditating. Then we will be, you know, very much, uh, what we say, inspired in our service. But we are always thinking, you know, nobody eating here, Prabhu, just two percent, you know, we are wasting food, no. Then, consciousness. So we should change that and think for how to please the Lord. Of course, you don't go and cook the whole kitchen up <laughs> and, you know, tons of food around and that's, you know, another problem. You have to be a little bit more intelligent. How to, can you know, do it nicely. Alright, it's ten o'clock. Anyway, we have spoken at length about food. I think I covered many subjects. Any questions or comments on this point? So we have to ask you to come and distribute to the workers. Yes, the worst day that first they will eat and after that they will feed it to the all the workers, the animals all. In India there is no shortage, you know, there's so many cows, so many dogs, so many things. But here only that's a problem. There's no cows, no dogs, no nothing. Uh, how to f feed people? Oh yeah, he says in the Leela that he will ask them to distribute to all those, you know, the workers, the sudras, so many people. Oh, Jaitana Mahapu is noted to put in a plate equivalent to a five man's food, you know. Yeah, five, he is he's not accustomed to give little, he'll give five man's food in one plate, you know. You know, he's a big size, you know, how much, it, and then, not that he eat and then he sleep, you know, he dance. How much energy is going, we eat and we sleep, dancing we stand on the corner. <laughs> what exercise we got? Huh? Is it? You have to dance, then yeah, you eat, you can eat, substantial.
But you eat and then you don't do any work, then what will happen? There are problems. Understand? So eating must be substantiated by jumping, dancing. You can expand yourself. Otherwise you're going to have problems, you know. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, you know, you can read when Advaita Acharya called him the house, you know, he put the rice and the ghee on the rice and they're overflowing, the ghee is overflowing, you know. I mean, we, what ghee? All oil. Understand? It's fragrant, that's how they eat, you know. So much. And every preparation, so many preparations that uh, Saruma Bhattacharya and his wife, he says that even hundred men cooking with hundred fire cannot finish this cooking in a short time. That much preparation of food in few hours for the pleasure of the Lord. So prasadam is the main thing, but it should not be our consciousness to enjoy that unlimitedly. Then we'll have a problem because you overeat, you're going to have problems. Undereating is the essence of spiritual advancement. To always limit, then yes, the tongue can be, you know, of course you cannot control the tongue by fasting, but then you can at least limit, you know. So we have to be very careful about this. Not that prasadam, everything is there and I should enjoy, oh, I'm going to the Hare Krishna today, wow, I've been fasting all week, you know. So we should be very careful with that. Yeah? Anything else? Yeah, of course when we were young, we were eating like anything. There was a gulab jamu competition. <laughs> gulab jamu competition, one guy, hundred gulab jamus. I mean when you are young, that's possible. Now, wow, one gulab jamu, you will fall flat. Yes, then it's Choking in sugar, no? Ah. Understand? It is young, yeah, you know, like this little boy, girl, all playing it, they can take as much, you know. And children, all, again, chop your bodies. But when you grow old, you forget it. It's difficult. But that does not mean that we don't offer the Lord, you know. Prabhupada actually attracted the whole movement. Basically, it is the alava, you know. That alava, wow. And then he taught us how to make the simply wonderful. You know, you know the simply wonderful? Ah, these things were. He took the whole world by storm, you know. You may remember the alava. Sunday feast, no alava, wow. Alava, in America, we cook everything in ghee. They don't use oil at all. No, no oil at all. And puri cooked in ghee, you can eat so many puris, you know, because the taste of the puri in... Uh, actually, there's, there's two words, you know. One is called cooked food and one is called uncooked food, you know. I think the word is there, you know. Cooked food means everything that is cooked in ghee. That is called cooked food. Uncooked food means not cooked in ghee. Understand? So we can only offer food cooked in ghee to the Lord. In fact, the demigods will not eat, even the demigods will not eat anything cooked in oil. 
You know that? Demigods will not eat anything in oil. They will not. What about Krishna? He is lower. So we should cook everything in ghee for the Lord. So please make some donation for ghee for our temple. <laughs> Well, at least, at least in ghee, at least you cook no ghee, something. Because I've seen in this part of the world, they don't like the smell of ghee. Ghee smell, they don't like it. Especially when you cook noodle in ghee, nobody will eat. <laughs> a noodle, how to cook in ghee? It doesn't make sense. Understand? But ghee, when you take, your doses in the body get organized. Because when you eat, your doses all go off. But when you take ghee, the thing is balance. The power of ghee. But now, finish. Nobody eat ghee anymore. Ghee is. But in America, oh, everything is cooked only in ghee. I know, I've cooked in America, I know. Nothing in oil, no oil. And that's how the taste of the food, everything is so, you know, special. Because it's cheaper there. You buy butter, we boil it down, clarified butter, cook in this, frying in ghee, everything in ghee. Maybe we can start here also, you know, cooking all the preps, you know, in ghee. Maybe when frying, I don't know, something we have to think about. They come in between and ask the same question, you know. I have to go back and... I said very clearly, food cooked by non-devotees cannot be. But he still insists that he wants to eat the fast food. Then what to do? Eh? That is 6, uh, some 78. Who wants that verse? No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I remember that verse. Food that is, we'll go to that, we'll finish this. So you can, yeah, this is not the verse. What is the number? 27? So you can see here, when one eats food offered by a materialistic man, one's mind becomes contaminated. And when one, when the mind is contaminated, one is unable to think of Krishna properly. You understand? So that's why we don't eat food cooked by non-devotees. Okay? Very important. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur suggests that people who are materialistically inclined and sahajas or so-called Vaishnavas who take everything very casually are both Vishayis or materialists. Eating food offered by them causes contamination and the result of such contamination, even a serious devotee becomes like a materialistic man. See that? There are six kinds of association, giving charity, accepting charity, accepting food, offering food, 
talking confidentially, inquiring confidentially, one should be very careful. One should very carefully avoid associating with both the Sahajyas or who are sometimes known as Vaishnavas and the non-Vaishnavas or Avaishnavas. Their association changes the transcendental devotional service of the Lord Krishna into sense gratification and when sense gratification enters the mind of a devotee, he is contaminated. The materialistic person who aspires after sense gratification cannot properly think of Krishna. When one accepts an invitation from a person contaminated by the material mode of passion, the person who offers the food and the person who accepts it are both mentally contaminated. So that's why we are very careful that we don't eat food which is what? Not from a... Even if a devotee who is materialistically inclined, we be careful. See? So it is explained here, Srila Bhaktivinoda says that there are three varieties of invitation. Those in the mode of goodness, those in the passion and those ignorant. An invitation accepted from a pure devotee is in the mode of goodness. An invitation accepted from a person who is pious but materially attached is in the mode of passion. An invitation accepted from a person who is materially very sinful is in the mode of ignorance. See, we should be careful where we go and what we eat and all that. Hmm? So, these are all precautions and guidelines in how to be spiritually strong. What what an madhya? One who is subservient to the tongue and who thus goes here and there, devoted to the general in the belly, cannot attain Krishna. This is the same point that we have covered, no? So we have to be very careful. Hmm? Because how we can fall down is our tongue. When the tongue we eat nonsense, then the mind gets displaced. When the mind gets contaminated, then we are finished, you know. But it is very subtle, you know, how things work is very subtle. So we should be very careful knowing that the food we eat, you know, when our experience, when we go to people's houses and eat, and that day we come back, we will have some wild dreams, you know. I have experienced it so many times. They all invite me with loving heart, I go and I eat. I come back with some terrible dreams. You know. So I can understand this reaction from, you know, so you see, you also can see, you can eat, you feel something, crazy things, you know, wild dreams, damage, you know, the place is, something is wrong, you know, you should be careful, especially those who are eating food anywhere, everywhere, of course, that has to be stopped. Or sometimes you are eating food cooked by non and authorized persons, so many things are there, mind is completely like a yo-yo. So the mind, the whole program is mind control. Our whole idea of controlling the eating is to control the mind. This is explained here, you know. Is it six twelve? Hmm? 
is it in this verse hmm? no i think made a mistake it is in 312 yeah huh 311 yeah okay So you see here in this verse, I'm sure you can understand this is not very difficult. Saying ahara suddhav, when the ahara is pure, then sattva suddhi, then you come to the mode of goodness. Sattva suddhav, when you are in the mode of your goodness durva smriti you get your smriti means what intelligence ha huh? smriti lambe when you gain that intelligence sarva grantinam sarva grantinam means what sarva means all granta means what all the scriptures correct vipramoksha then only you get liberated okay so but it all start with the understand by eating sanctified food intelligence develop come to goodness the intelligence develop intelligence develop you can understand the scriptures understanding the scripture you can become liberated ah actually our whole classification is based on what you eat if you eat prasadam you are considered what topmost But if you eat dogs, then you consider what? Lowest class. So the classification is based on your eating. So if you eat prasadam, topmost. If you eat dogs, then you are the the worst class. This is called chandala. Yeah. Yes. So now they are eating these dogs. Huh? And they are first class in Kali Yuga. See that? Huh? Understand? See the how the whole thing has become messed up. That's it. So we should be careful what we eat according to our. Now, if somebody eat nonsense, you will not bring him to your house, correct? Yes. They consider as untouchable because he is contaminated. Yes, sir. This is many times in our books, eh, scripture, the dog eater if he chants, oh, he is considered. That means even you are so low, but if you chant, oh, immediately you are top class. See, so the lowest thing is to eat dog, and the highest thing is to eat prasadam. But only if you eat prasadam, only then your brains can get. purified if you don't take prasadam you cannot c a n n o t cannot then you may ask the question why all these countries are they all don't eat prasadam but they also have a lot of intelligence yes there all this equipment i made by people who are eating not prasadam yes the argument why you all this thing all are you using and all i don't think it is made by the bodies Yes. 
so the answer to that is that there are two kinds of intelligence one is material intelligence another one is spiritual intelligence so when here you mention sattva suddhi durva smriti smriti lambe this is referring to understanding spiritual intelligence that's why it's there sarva grantinam you know you don't use material intelligence to study the books no you cannot do that you understand so when you follow this program of taking krishna prasadam krishna gives you that spiritual intelligence that is why he said in the bhagavad gita i give the intelligence in which you can come to me right tesham satata yuktanam bajantam pratipurvakam tadami budhi yogam tam yanamam upayantite so that spiritual intelligence is what really required They are not interested in material intelligence. Material intelligence... Oh, I have to go for another class now, five minutes. Hare Krishna. Do you see the point? So we have to make distinction. What is material, what is spiritual. And if you eat fish, oh, you can get material intelligence to the max. Fish eating gives you material intelligence. But as taking prasadam gives you That's why you can see that countries around this area, all fish-eating countries, preaching is so difficult. Because they are materially highly intelligent, but they cannot understand spiritual life. That's not possible. You understand this point? So therefore, we are promoting to take Krishna Prasadha. This is the difference. Uh, the whole movement is started by giving only Prasadha. Right, I was saying, it is called our Sunday, what? Bhagavad Gita class. You advertise like that? Nobody will come. Understand? What do you say? Sunday what? Love, oh, oh, feast. Huh? What, what feast? Right, that was how Prabhupada started. Simply feast, you know. Then the purification will come. Then, yes. You understand? So that should be our uh, motto, our method, methodology of trying to attract the conditions. So this is the idea, eating only Krishna Prasad. Alright, anything else? Anybody else? No? I have to go now. Alright, thank you very much. Krantarashman Bhagavadam Ki Jai, Shri Bhagavad Ki Jai, Gaur Premanadi.